guys. Welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé. Um, God, I'm not even going to say the list of cast members we have here today because it's it's not normal. Um, so we got Mads here and we have the lovely Bookmates Pod is joining us. It's like a, a co-pod episode. Isn't that so cute? So we have Jenna and Morgan here and then we're going to do an author spotlight episode with Matt, just someone we obsess over. Like, I really, I can't even uh, say that enough. Um, Marley Valentine is here, which is so exciting. We are so, so excited. excited. I don't even blush, so but I'm definitely blushing really now. Really thrilling. Um, anyway, okay. So, um, Marley, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Say a little something about you? Um. That's probably the worst thing you could ever ask me to do, but sure, we'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> um, so I'm Marley Valentine. I write contemporary romance. I started off writing male-female romance and have ventured off into MM romance where I feel quite comfortable. Um, I enjoy it, love it. Um, I'm a hardcore romance reader. Like, I just have no time for anything else. Like, literally. That sounds really bad and so terrible, but I'm just like, yeah, nah, it's okay. I've got other things to do with my life and that's not it. Um, but reading is forever. Like just, I got my sister onto it, my mom onto it. And so we can live and breathe it together. No exceptions. Um, but yeah, so that's what I do. Um, I write and I love it and I read and I love that. Um, there's really nothing much else to me except that I watch Grey's Anatomy to be sad all the time. That's about it. I love that. Um, I literally love that. I can that. relate. Okay, so that actually, like, kind of goes with what I wanted to ask you. Um, so you write full-time, is that correct? Yes. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom beforehand anyway. I had quit my job to take care of my oldest son, who's autistic, so he needed to be full-time. So I did that, and I was blogging at the time, and then I just kind of you know, ventured off into writing my own stuff um, in 2017. So that worked out. And now I am, it's, just, it's sustainable enough to be a full-time author. But, you know, it, you kind of juggle it with the mom stuff. So I don't know which one That's people want to hear. Am I a stay-at-home mom or am I a stay-at-home author? But, yeah. I You're both. That. I love that. So <laughs> the blog kind of is what inspired you to start writing? Um, I think so because I, I didn't kind of – ever think that this was something that I'd be doing I didn't wake up and go hey this is you know I was a social worker before this um and I worked with kids in high school kind of like a guidance counselor type thing um so I didn't really ever think that oh yeah I'd be into writing reading has definitely always been the kind of basis for it all and then I just kind of thought you know what I, I think I might give it a go and yeah, that's where it went, but definitely the platform. And I think it starts like that for most people, like they're reading, they start blogging and then they're like, you know what, I think I'm going to give it a go. And it, it works out. That's so awesome. I, oh my gosh. That's amazing. I, like, I've always wanted to write, but then I'm like, oh hell, like I'm totally going to fuck it up. <laughs> you should write. Yeah. Just putting we it always there. tell her, we're like, Mads, please write a book. We will be your hype girls. We'll be the first one to read it. <laughs> And she has an English background too, so like you don't even need because I didn't have, and most people don't. I'm just saying she would be great. Oh God, you guys are crazy. Um, so like when you're, you know, writing, uh, in the writing process and whatnot, how do you like come up with these characters? Because frankly, and I'm just gonna 
shout it out right forever. I will never get over Deacon and Julian ever, ever, ever. <laughs> but like, how do you Same. like start the writing process? Um, you kind of just get an idea, like you watch something maybe, or you hear a song and you just, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but it's pretty true. And you go, you think, oh yeah, I can see how that would start something. Or, you know, you're watching a TV show and you're like, I wish they did it like this instead. Um, so you think, oh, I'll just write it that way. And it kind of goes from there. And I usually think about it for a good couple of months before I write. Like it has to sit there and I have to let it kind of grow and fester and think of all the bad parts and the good parts and, and then kind of go from there. So um, it always starts one way and never turns out the way that I think it's going to go. <laughs> um, you marinate. Yeah, I do. I have to really, really like live it and breathe it because the first 25,000 words, like the introduction is very hard for me to write. I um, like, it's like pulling teeth and you want it to be perfect because it's really like you're only, especially for people that DNF books, which I wish I knew how to do and I was better at, but that's not me. Same. <laughs> These two do it. Oh my God. I'm I can't ask her. Yeah, I'm I can a totally DNF a book. But let me, me tell you. How? No, Marley, I, I could never DNF one of your books, though. Never, ever, you. ever. People could. People could. <laughs> and because you want to grab them in that 25%, there's so much pressure when you're writing. And you just, it's like you're dating the characters. You're just starting to get to know them and you're trying to, you know, do all these things and make sure that, and I don't really visualize characters. Like I forget half the time to remember what eye color they are, what they're wearing and all that stuff. So I've got like beta readers that are like, yeah, but what's this part? And I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. Um, and I try to remember all those things. So that's like the beginning has got so much stuff like that, that you really want to capture someone's attention. So it's, it takes a lot out of me. And sometimes it's pretty much the whole process. Like I'll spend months on that first 25 and then I can just fly through the next, or, you know, depending on how long it is, 30, 40, 50 words, thousand words. Um, so, yeah, so I'm definitely into, like, the marinating and the thinking. And then, okay, let's see how it goes on paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. Um, I have to ask, though. I Now, I've heard, I've heard it's devilry, but is that your favorite book? We got to confirm here. Yes, it is. Um, yes! Hey, you told me that. <laughs> and my I was favorite. Like, it's, it's a big surprise to a lot of people because um, – you know without you is my most popular and best-selling book um and you know it's always people like wouldn't that be it and I'm like it is like I love it for that but in terms of the characters and because devilry was my first it was like a passion project um and I didn't really think I'd be writing MM a lot after that but it was um the best well-received book that I'd written um and for that to happen and it was outside of the initial genre that I was writing was like, you know what, maybe this is kind of telling me something. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and I just love Cole and Elijah so much. Like it just, you just want to put them in your pocket and carry them around forever. I love Devilry. All I of your books are great, book. but that is my favorite. Their relationship, the taboo aspect of it, the age gap, like everything about that book is perfect. The smut. I love it. I, I mean, it's, you it slip in taboo so well into Thanks. books I like mean, the taboo parts of it Ugh. it it was um I didn't know what it would be when I started I was just like this is how I'm going to write a teacher student romance and I do that all the time like when I started without you I was like 
oh, this is going to be like a best friend's brother. It's going to be so forbidden and so hot and this. And then all of a sudden everyone's crying. And I'm like, this is not how I intended this to go. And then all of a sudden he's dead. (laughs) I'm like, this, this, I didn't plan for this. I was like, yeah, it's going to be smutty. It's going to be really good. And I'm thinking of like, you know, other forbidden tropes that I've, that I've read and books where it's like, you know, there was more enemies to lovers. And every time I set out to write an enemies to lovers, my characters cannot hate each other. They just refuse to. I'm like, yes, this is what it's going to be. Right, right, right. No, no one's hating each other. Everyone's very emotional. Why does this keep happening to me? Um, so, yeah, but with um, Devilry, I think the steam just kind of really went well. And I loved writing all that stuff. And I think just, yeah, you, it's kind of like your first time of most things, hopefully it's always the best or, you know, you're, you're very fond of it. Right. So, so you went from MF and then you went to MM. All, was MF contemporary as well? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much the same tone, same type of stuff. Like it wasn't a huge jump that way. I was um, just wondering yeah. if you, we were ever going to make a jump to a different like genre. Are we sticking with contemporary? Like you just love it. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I just do better at it. Like I'd, I'd love to maybe write dark romance, but I just don't think that I'd be good at it. And Ooh. I'm like, it's, you know, I think I've got a um a dark short story in the dark fairy tales anthology. I don't know if you guys have seen that, um, but it's, it was different for me. It's only 10,000 words, but you can definitely go and read that. That's MM. But um, You're you talking to, to the right people. <laughs> Why didn't I know about this? What is this anthology called? Up one right now. <laughs> we love it's, a dark uh, romance. It's dark. It's yeah. It's called the Dark Fairy Tales anthology, and I think I think I'm the only MM author in there. It's got a few. Um, I don't even give a shit. I'm behind yeah, the whole well, thing. Have, have fun with it. <laughs> You'll have to let me know. Oh my gosh! So, do you read different genres than what you write? Or do you read read a lot of contemporary? I read everything, absolutely everything. There's absolutely nothing that you could tell me is a bad, you know, like I'm one of those people that just doesn't care about anything. Like my friends send me books and like, can you proofread this or beta read this? And I'm like, no, because I'll be too invested to give you feedback. I am not that person. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Like I just don't care. Do you read primarily romance or do you also read like thrillers and fantasy? Um, I read I will read thrillers if there's romance in it. I mean, I can read them. I enjoy them. But, you know, why? But yeah. why? <laughs> but yeah. why? Same. Um, if it doesn't have romance, I can't do it. Like, it, the romance has to be there. Same. So if you guys do thrillers, because um, I'm always talking about Tao Bauer, um, if you do The Murder Between Us and The Grave Between Us, it is phenomenal. And I know you guys all just finished The Jock and The Quarterback. Um so yes, definitely read those. I I'm gonna be reading this dark fairy tales. Oh, I'm yeah, literally no downloading. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I wasn't even thinking dark romance, but like, feel free to go down that alley if you want. I was wondering. I was like, mm, I wonder if she's ever wanted to like branch out into shifters or something. Like, I I didn't know where we we're going, but contemporary, I like it. Well, I don't think I'm clever enough for world building, and mm. you know, I I just some people are really good at it and I just don't, you know what I mean? Like I have a hard time, like I said, describing my characters that are human that, you know, that I should know what they look like, but I just don't see stories that way. So I think it's a little bit harder. Um, right. But maybe you never say never. Yeah. 
So Marley, you talk about like your readers getting emotional and that's one thing I love about your writing is it is so emotional and I love emotional wreckage. Like I love for my heart to be broken and then put back together at the end of the book. So when you're writing your books, like, do you find yourself getting emotional and crying when you're writing some Um, of these scenes? I I don't cry as often as my readers do. Like they'll be like, I cried at this part. And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't cry then either. But, you know, but I do get, I think the one time I got a little bit teary, obviously, is um, in Without You with when Deacon, when they come home from the situation with the mum. And, and, you know, I'll always, (laughs) and I'll always remember that line where, you know, he says to him, you know, am I, he says to Julian, am I your consolation prize? And that I did cry when I wrote that, but, other than that, I haven't really cried, cried. Like I've felt it. I've definitely felt it. And I've gone, I think people will cry at this. But I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not a big, big, I mean, I'm a big crier in books and stuff. But for mine, I think I'm too engrossed in getting it down on the paper that I just don't let myself feel it sometimes. So mm-hmm. when I read it back as a whole, I'm like, okay, yep, I'm feeling that. I get it. I, I'm quite emotional about it. But sometimes in the moment, I'm not really as there as you would think that I would be like I'm just kind of like pumping it out and going yep yep let's get this um occasionally I'll stop and I'll send it to someone and I'll be like hold on read that and then they'll be like oh that's so sad and I'm like okay that that did the job I think that hit it you know (laughs) (laughs) excellent yeah um but yeah so I I don't always I definitely feel it but I'm always a little bit too removed until I listen to it maybe sometimes when I when I heard the audio for the first time um, I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote that, you know, and it was it was very different to hear that and to hear the emotion in the narrator's voices and stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, I literally love that. Um, so when you do read other books, like obviously you love Tal Bauer, is that your favorite author? He's, or do you have yes, a favorite? I would. I mean, I don't like to have favorites, but he's mm-hmm. one of the top consistent, you know. Um, and I could probably talk about his books all day long, but I definitely recommend them. I have, it depends because I still read a lot of um, MF romance. I listen to them on audio primarily because I love audio. Um, and um, MM, I would say, who am I loving at the moment? I don't know. You can I, say MF too. We have lots of yeah, MF yeah. listeners. I, I, love, I love Riley Hart and mm-hmm. Christina Lee. Um, there's so many yeah, and, really can, and I don't want to leave anyone out, but I'm just like, I will read almost everything. You know what I mean? I, I've yeah. only just delved into um, Omega verse and shifters and stuff like that because <gasps> I'm not, you know, we're just slowly, I'm slowly getting into that. Um, Mads got, has gotten us hooked on Omega verse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Bro Horvat. Yes. I read, I think I've read, is it, I think I've read Precious, that series. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Sure do. Speaking our language now. Sure do. Um, So, you know, I, but I definitely am not someone who doesn't read, because I know a lot of authors don't read what they write, um, but it's not something that's bothered me enough because I just think every story is just written the way it's supposed to be written. You know, you're not, this, the tropes are so similar and familiar that you're not really copying anyone. You just, and everyone has an individual voice, so it shouldn't really matter. I'm not, yeah, like some people just kind of go, oh, I'm a bit thrown off by that. I don't want to read it just yet because I'm writing that. And that's cool, each to their own. Um, um, so you love the Riley Nash book, Hold Me Under? 
Oh, I, I did. You messaged me. I did. I was like, yeah. and I, I still haven't read the second the second one yet because it's been sitting on my Kindle. Um, but I did love it. I was, it was so unexpected. Like I didn't know what to expect because I don't even read blurbs. I'm so bad. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. They're someone recommended. Someone recommended this. No worries. I'll, you know, dive in. And I loved the cover. And I just loved it. Like it, the writing was different, but it was very passionate and very emotional. And I could definitely feel just how they felt. And I love that. Like if I can just yeah. feel it straight away, that's all I'm reading for, all the feelings. And well, Marley, I know. I, I, know, I was just going to say, I know you told me you're a big CE fan too. Oh, right? my oh yes, gosh. I am. Love I am. Oh, my um, gosh. We, we're good friends. So um, we always just laugh wow. when you guys tag us together. And we're, like, Look, we're supposed to be together. Um, but yeah, that's so, literally um, hilarious because we're interviewing CE at the end of the month, so that's it's so gonna be funny. perfect. No, that's good. But um, that's but, so yeah. So, she, but I read her debut. Um, I'm trying to remember how. I think she tagged me on Instagram one time, and she bought the paperback of Without You. And I had said, "Oh, I just heard you released your debut, and I'm just about to read it." And then she was kind of stuck with me after that because I was like obsessed. I was just like, this is, this is not a debut. Like this is phenomenal. Um, and she's so good and her emotions are so good. Um, and she's a great person too. So that always helps. Um, so yeah, so I do, I love all her books. I've read all her books. Um, I've even got them on my shelf and we're, we're both going to be in Vegas in October. So we're quite sad that your trip is not venturing i'm so upset upset. (laughs) about this (laughs) you have no idea we talked about this well you know i I feel like it's only fair no i'm coming to the way right let's just move the airbnb to to vegas let's just move it that's it we'll just text the group it'll be our favorite going seven Uh, Seven. Oh, that's good. That's good. Seven of us. Yes. Yes. That's okay. Now we've got to talk about your upcoming works because I know Morgan's dying over there. Oh my God. We have dying. to talk about this. I'm so excited. I just have to say Unwanted was so good. I listened to it on Audible and I, I had read it when it first came out on the Kindle, but the, the audio just hit different. It was so good. Your narrators are amazing, by the way, Marley. Thank you. Uh, thank but you. It, it was, I felt like it was a little different than, than some of your others. It like it was, it was a little less spicy, but the story was so good that I, it like kept me intrigued the whole book. I loved it. Um, it definitely was different and it's hard because I don't want to scare people off it, but I'm kind of like just leave all your expectations at the door I mean it's still me but it was like you said the, the spice wasn't there as much because there was just so much in that story in terms of mm-hmm. like the personal journey and sometimes they just need to be written that way do you know what I mean like they just kind of right. it's not at the forefront I mean I don't devilry is spicy unforgettable is spicy but I just still even without you like you guys mentioned last week in um the bookmates pod sometimes it's not how many you have it's just the spice of the scene you know so I try to just focus on that when I'm doing it because I'm like it doesn't matter how many you have it just means you know if each one slaps that's perfect you know Um, and I'm very pedantic about not repeating sex scenes because you can oh we've noticed (laughs) we've noticed everyone hits different they are so so good you know because I'm just like no I don't I don't want to do this I don't want to um just make it like because there's books that I read that I absolutely love um 
where I know exactly how the sex scene is going to go from each author like you know and there's one particular and I think I've read like 20 20 or 30 books and I know but for me that's kind of comfort but I don't want to do that in my writing do you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. each couple is just a bit different so I'm you know I'm I want to do things that you know just make it exciting where someone's like not flipping because when someone says to me I flip the sex scene I die a little bit inside because it takes me about a week to write a sex scene like so I'll have a whole book and if I say to one of my my beta readers I have a sex scene to write they're like oh forget it we're not expecting chapters for another 10 days and I'm like well I can't (laughs) help it I'm just so pedantic about it I'm just like nah it's got to be perfect it's got to be perfect and I think the only times I've ever actually cried in my manuscript is when I want to write a sex scene and it doesn't turn out the way that I want it. And I'm just like crying. And I think my husband's been like, oh, what's no. wrong? And I'm like, they're just not having sex properly. He's like, okay, well you stay over there because I don't understand <laughs> what's happening here. I um, love that. Marley, you had messaged me this via, via Instagram. So I don't know if it's a spoiler. So I want to ask you first, are, are we allowed to talk about where your next book is going to go? Because I am so excited. Yes, I, ha- um, I even mailed Nads the book. I, so I, yes. I am 70% in. I'm 70% in. But I will say I did guess and Morgan confirmed who the next book is about. And I've never been so happy you're branching into that in my entire life. Well, that's good. No, you can tell everyone. It's actually up for pre-order. Um, so it's it's going to be a MMM. I never get how many M's yes. right. Three. Yes. Three. Um, so I am going to do that and um, the third one will be another MM couple and then there will be my first FF romance. So I'm very I'm excited. So excited. Oh my gosh. Yes. Hello. There is not yes. enough FF. I'm so happy that you're no, doing there that. Isn't. No, there isn't. And the one, like I've read good ones, um, but they're never spicy enough for me. Like I just find like we just lose the spice a little bit and I'm hoping to, you know, contribute positively. Um to the genre because I really would like to start incorporating that into, you know, like my frequent publishing. You know what I mean? I just don't want it to be a one-off. I would really like to write MM and FF frequently. I've already pre-ordered it. Like it's in my mind. Like the pre-order's there. It's <laughs> done. No worries. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, the problem is I write a little bit slow. I don't know. I, I write slow, but life just gets busy. So, you know, um, I would love ideally to have all of these out by the end of next year but I make no promises because that's not fair (laughs) Um, and sometimes they and sometimes they don't want to come to the party you know another story just kind of clicks and I'm like okay I'll I guess I'll write that um but yeah I think as long as you have something for someone to read then no one's too sad about it very true very true I know that we're gonna read literally whatever (laughs) thank you (laughs) So, okay, so you said you're a bit of a slower writer. Um, what is something that you've written the fastest? Like, what's something that just had to get out on the page? Jeez. Um, the beginning of Unwanted was quite fast. Like, I wrote the beginning faster than I've written any beginning before. Um, but then life got in the way and I had to stop and it took ages to get back into it. So it's kind of different bits and pieces but on I'm trying to think really it's because I'm really what I do is I procrastinate and then I'll get to a deadline and then I'm like oh my god let's write 30,000 words in five weeks which is ridiculous you're speaking my language (laughs) I always say to the girls I'm type z like I am 
Morgan is type A. Mads, I feel like you're in between. And I'm just like, I'm feral. I'm <laughs> just out there. Like, I'm always on a deadline and it's just crazy. And I'm just, and you know, my husband's always like, why did you leave it? And I'm like, because it just seemed like I had a lot of time and then I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> um, and, you know, like you're riding the bare minimum. I think my personality doesn't let the book kind of fly out of my fingers because I write with purpose in the sense that I don't have like a whole first draft and I'm always writing like the last chapter I've written and everybody reads it after me is the final chapter that's going to be. Do you know what I mean? So because I write that way, I find like I take a little bit longer to formulate the sentences and do all that because then it's done. Um, And because I know that I'm going to be on a deadline, I want it to be perfect because I don't have time to go back to it. Um, So yeah, so it's a little bit crazy. Um, I would um, love when people say just stuff fly out of your thing. I would love, I would love to go, oh my God, this book took me three weeks nonstop because I couldn't stop thinking about it. But no, never happened to me, but hopefully soon. You mentioned your husband a lot. Does he read your books? No, he does not. He just, <laughs> he's got no time for them. He's just like, oh yeah, like with my, if I could turn you guys around, I would show you my bookshelf. He's all about displaying them, telling everyone what I do. Very, very proud. But I'm like, are you going to read something? Or do you want to listen? He's like, no, thank you. I'm fine. <laughs> when you first <laughs> branched cool. into spicy romance, were you like a little nervous about that? Like, what's my husband going to think? Or like, your friends? No, I wasn't. I think that's just part of my personality because I love to shock yeah. people and make them feel uncomfortable. So that was right. always just part of it. Um, everyone knew what I read before. And um, my sister has always been a reader with me. So we're always like, actually, I, it's a lie. She's never once said to me to read a book. She's always like, what am I supposed to read? And I'm like, okay, well, here you go. Um, and we got my mum onto audiobooks because my mum's dyslexic. And when we were growing up, she used to be like, oh, all you guys do is read. I hate reading because she'd had a bad experience because of school and stuff like that. And then when I got her onto audiobooks, she listens to like seven audiobooks a week. And she's just flying through them. And I'm like, who is this person? Like, she doesn't talk to us anymore. She's just <laughs> sitting in the room with her AirPods in. And she's just like, shh, I'm listening. And I'm like, okay, no worries. Just forget about us. That's cool. Um, so they're all used to all that. And my mum reads all my books and she's used to the spice. Um, my mother-in-law read some of my books, but when they got too spicy, because my earlier books weren't as spicy. And then when they got too spicy, I remember she read one and I think – she'd never told me that she read it and I knew that that was the point we'd reached where she was uncomfortable about it because she'd only mentioned in passing about what the next book would be and I was like oh she was too embarrassed to tell me she'd read it because she was I think she was a bit taken aback by all the spice um but normally I tell anyone and everyone that'll listen just to make them feel uncomfortable I remember uh (laughs) someone once said to me I don't know why they followed me on Instagram and then they messaged me and said I don't know why I thought you wrote children's books I'm like I don't know why you thought I wrote children's books (laughs) oh my gosh that's Um, so we love the spice and we're I'm gonna bring something up Marley I'm gonna put Jen on the spot pressured she's pressuring me via text right now and texting me and not only myself but in our group with sitting here I was just sitting here innocently listening to that story and then here goes like Morgan like make Jenna say it and I was like oh my god okay Okay, so I'm like if you see us smiling Marley there's one thing that Jenna loves I'm gonna come out and just say it like Akatar podcast is explicit so I'm gonna say it oh we're so fucking explicit yeah yeah Jenna favorite is two dicks one hand it's my favorite (laughs) 
thing in a sex scene. Like everyone knows that when I like, if someone's reading a book and we're buddy reading and they get to that scene, like Mads or Shan or Morgan will like note like, oh, Jenna's yeah. gonna love this scene because <laughs> it is my favorite. We're and like you two dicks with one hand. It happened, and you do it the best, Marley. Or no, two thanks. dicks, two hands. <laughs> yeah, two dicks, two hands. That's good. I love I how love you just did a demonstration. <laughs> Just in case, just in case we weren't sure. Just in case she didn't know my, what you were referring to. Okay, Let's demonstrate. I mean, <laughs> I'm used to talking to my boyfriend who I did demonstrate that to him once. Like, I was like, we so really your fingers like this. And I sent a snapchat. Okay, it wasn't phallic. There were, it was fingers. But like, and I demonstrated it, it and he was like, what are you showing me right He's now? He's like, just stop, stop now. But like, yeah. Please stop. But, um, the I shower think... scene in Ake, you guys, Mads, you're going to know. I have never read anything yeah, really? like that, Marley, and you oh, talk about yes. how your sex scenes are different. Oh, my God. Uh, if you, if you want to read another That shower scene? Is, um, I think, want, want Me by Neve. Is it Neve or Nev? I don't know how you guys Nev say it. Wilder! Say... Yes! Yeah, Nev Wilder. Um, so I definitely would recommend that. But yes, the shower scene, I had so many people messaging me after the shower scene and they were just like, Oh my god, what is this? I've never read this before. And um for those it was that so don't hard. Know, um it was it's called docking. If you want to Google it, go Google it, have fun with that. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people were just like, What? And it's hilarious because my brother likes to give me shit about what I write all the time. And so I messaged him and I was like, guess what I wrote in my book today? And he was like, I didn't want to know that. And I'm like, but you're always telling me if I if I ever need, you know, because he thinks it's just hilarious to give me shit. And he's like, so did your characters do this and this and this? And he just says the dumbest stuff. Um, and so then I was like, oh, look. And it's a family group chat with my mum in it. And then she totally like just, she's like, I don't know what they're talking about anymore. So she just stops responding. And I mean, she's going to listen to it anyway. When she listened to Devilry, I almost had a heart attack because I listened to it first. Then I sent it to her. And I was like, I forgot how spicy this book was. And my mum's sitting here going, yeah, it's a really good book. And I'm like, geez, this is so awkward. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else functions the way that we do. But, yeah, so when I wrote the docking scene, I messaged my brother. And he was like, yeah, thanks for that information that I didn't need. Um, and I was like, oh, well, you like to be in the process, always giving me ideas. The scene I just was so good. I'd let you know. Um, please keep us on our toes. Continue that. We love I will, it. I will keep, I'll keep my research. It's fun. <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> I gotta ask because I already promised viewers I'd ask you, or oh, okay. <laughs> I'd ask you, what is the small percentage that will get a without you two? <laughs> you know, I need a part do you know two. What? So, like, this is my fear. Like, you write a book with the same characters and then people don't love it. That's the problem. It's not that it can't happen. It's just like it's already great and everybody loves it. So you're worried about the second book. You could write a Delian grocery list and I would like it. (laughs) I would read the hell out of that. Look at this masterpiece she wrote. I would, you know what I'll do? I'll send you weekly, like as if they're talking to each other, text messages, and I'll just send that to you weekly. There we go. That's what I need. And also a novella with all the letters. No, the the letters are never going to happen. I don't even know what they (laughs) say. No way. I yeah. literally was like, oh, she's leaving me on a cliffhanger. She's burying these letters. Never. Look, the truth is, if I had written the letters and everybody had read them, 
there would have been an inkling of people going, oh, but they loved each other so much. And is this relationship just as real? So I didn't want anyone questioning how much they loved each other. Okay, and fine. That's valid, but I'm still fair. upset about it. I mean, I, I did mean, say on Bookmates Pod that I love that Rhett was dead. <laughs> Which, you know, it's kind of sad, but true also. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist. We're all um, like, dead. We're like, dead brother, yes. yes! Everyone else is crying about it. Um, Everyone else, he has cancer, tears. Yeah, he's dead. Let's go. Dead. I mean, Move on. If I had wanted to write a longer book, I could have made him in the book. But I was like, no, I think that's just definitely too hard for people. Like I've read, um, I don't know if you've read, I don't know if I'll, it's been out for ages. And Emma Scott has a book where like the one book is a character dies and the next book she's finding love with somebody else. So I was like, I don't know if I could get someone attached the whole way, have them die. And then like, I'm just not equipped for that. That's something that I would be like, this is too sad for me. And is it really real? Um, and that's what I didn't want people to be umming and ahhing about. I didn't want them to feel bad for it, which sounds terrible because, you know, I wanted them to think, you know what, he would have wanted that, which is what the end letter was about. Um, I was glad to get that one. Yeah. I definitely didn't feel mm-hmm. bad for it. <laughs> I actually think Deacon needed it more than Julian did um, mm-hmm. because in the end, Julian becomes like he's more stronger than deacon Mm -hmm. you know whereas in the beginning when you know the first the prologue and he goes to hug him and he's sad and then it's kind of just switches so i liked it that way um but yeah yeah Uh, the prologue brought me tears like i was already crying i was crying yeah i was already crying in the prologue it was a good prologue i have to admit sometimes it's a fantastic prologue my personal assistant always rates the books by the prologue her favorite prologue is um devilry and then when i wrote the unwanted prologue she goes oh this this could come in a very very close second i'm like yes i've made it jenna and i have yet to read unforgettable but we are excited we're gonna buddy read it together we're gonna buddy read it yeah well have fun that was the probably the easiest book i wrote because it's got the lowest angst i've ever written um pro low angst here yeah see no I'm not like that I'm like give me all the angst me too Um, I'm like that I think that's why I like it just makes it so much better when they finally do get together um then because it's a one night stand like they start having sex from literally page one maybe page 10, which is but, how know. it should always be <laughs> anyone that's listening page one where it's at um so I um and then I remembered like I was just writing and I'm like these people will not stop having sex and I'm so tired I need like 10 cigarettes because I'm exhausted from writing these sex scenes <laughs> and then even in my um acknowledgements because it's part of the heart eyes press which serena bowen owns that's what she publishes mm-hmm. her books under and she did all those worlds those shared worlds and i had you know thanked her in the prologue and then i was like i've never written so many sex scenes in my life i'm just quite tired <laughs> and i remember i wrote ache straight after like I'd, I'd, i was halfway through ache when i finished unforgettable then i just wrote ache straight after and i would like done two books um and i was like oh so tired I do that all the time. It's like I'm having sex for like a sex marathon. I'm like, no, I'm done. Let's just stop. We are closed for business. But yeah. Ache. I love that book. 
Same. I love that book, but the amnesia killed me. <laughs> it killed. I was like, I was like screaming, like during the hospital scene. I was like, no, no, this isn't a thing. Like, woo. It's just like what they shared in the hotel room was so fucking beautiful. And then you're like, no, he can't forget it. He what can't did forget they take it. those like, pictures? No. It was so cute. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because people are always like, and I think it's the same thing as the letters. I think I always, I think I shortchange my readers. I mean, I love doing it, but I always leave out the part that they want to know the most. So everyone was like, well, you have to give him back those memories. He should have been able to remember them. And I was like, nah, nah, doesn't matter. He doesn't need them. <laughs> he, I was like, he loves him anyway. He doesn't need those memories. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it, it, I did love that book. I do love that book. And, um, it was such a good book. Just... Marley, speaking of people like having thoughts on your books, I wanted to ask you, do you read a lot of reviews about your books and how do you like handle great reviews and also reviews that like, aren't so good? Like, how do you not let um, that get to you? I, I use, I've read all the reviews ever up until Unwanted. Um, I normally I read all reviews. It doesn't bother me. My skin's pretty thick. As long as you don't shit on me as a person, I don't really care. You loved it. You hated it. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And it's, you know, understandable. I mean, there are a lot of reviews where for eight, where people were like, oh my God, I didn't know they cheated. And I'm like, that's in the blurb, man. That's not on me. That's, <laughs> that's in the fucking blurb, people. Like you've, you've just got to read it. Just read the blurb. And I know some people don't, but it's, it's for me in my in my head it's silly to then you know penalize an author afterwards because the information was there you know and a few people did it with without you and were like oh, I didn't know it was the dead brother's boyfriend I'm like but also in the blurb doesn't matter it's fine you know but yeah with unwanted I because it was a different book than I and I knew it would be perceived differently not necessarily negatively and I think I was like just you know had a baby hormone like I had and I was like, I'm just too sensitive for this with my baby hormones. So I just haven't read any this time around um, because I published it. Maybe my son was March, two months old. Um, and I finished it when he came, like after I gave birth. So I think I was just too emotional to kind of deal with that. But in general, I don't mind. I mean, a lot of authors don't and I get it. Um, but I like to know, I like to know what people are criticizing so I can fix it. You know what I mean? I always want to be improving um, and I want people to go, oh, that not necessarily that because it's a double edged sword. You want people to love you, your your next book more than the last book, but also people have their favorites. You can't really it doesn't mean that they love your stuff any less. It just means mm -hmm. that one of them stuck out, you know, um, but you want to make sure that you're not publishing stuff where someone goes you know what I've read three of these that I didn't like I don't want to do this anymore because you know it happens you just kind of get tired of something and you think oh I don't know if I can read this author anymore for whatever reason um so you want to be different while still being the same um but yeah so I personally don't mind them if I'm not in my fragile state because I do like to in an ideal world I would sometimes comment not comment on a Goodreads thing, but I have messaged someone and been like, would you like to early read my next one? Because I liked your feedback in this one and I want to make sure that I've covered it this way. Um, but yeah. That was so awesome. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I mean, I'm someone who definitely goes into things 
completely blind. Like I read nothing beforehand, but I would definitely never fault an author if I didn't read what I was supposed to read beforehand. And then right. it comes out later. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. And I'm like that as well. If I realize I didn't like something, I'm like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, I can't help that. But it was. I didn't me. do my research. Yeah. That totally happened to me. And since we've. Well, oh, oh, I can't say it. Morgan hasn't read it yet. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. Wait, Just you say read it. the synopsis, right? You read the synopsis of the quarterback? Yeah. It's, okay, it's, great, great. Yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. Okay, so literally, I finished the jock and I was like, shit, I'm reading the quarterback. I'm reading it. I'm ready to roll. I is the first time ever I never read a synopsis. Last time I will never read it again because I didn't realize he got injured. Oh. I realized he got injured, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" She was like, "I was not prepared. I was not emotionally." And then, prepared. and then, um, God, who messaged? Oh, Shannon messaged me, and she was like, "Can you read the synopsis?" And I was like, "I guess not. Like, I guess I did." You really pulled at me. I read nothing, and I just read, and I'm like, "Oh, it's all just raw." That's why I take my notes, <laughs> and it's very raw emotions because I have no idea what's going on. Ever. What I love is I totally called. To I totally called the book two was going to be Colton and Nick. I'm like almost at the end of the jock. I'm messaging our little group chat and I'm like, it's going to be Colton and Nick. Yes. And Jenna's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not going to be them. So finally I'm I like, went and read the synopsis. <laughs> She's like, she split first before she finished the jock. I was like, what are you doing? I yeah, have to like, know. No, they're, they're straight. I love that one. You were like, no, they're straight. And I'm like, nobody's straight. That's a lot. First of, first of all, <laughs> Shannon did that to me first. She was, I was like, I felt like Colton was bi curious at the very least. Like I felt like he was not straight at the beginning of the jock, like before they even leave Paris. And I messaged Shannon. Shannon was like, no, he likes boobs. And she's like, that wasn't a lie. I'm like, but you were red herring me. Like, it was a red herring, and I knew <laughs> I had a feeling. And then I was um, so excited when it was Knowlton. In Knowlton. <laughs> um, when I read those books, because I read The Jock first as soon as it came out, I had read, and then I read that scene in The Jock where um, Nick comes and, like, storms in the house, right? And, um, you know, and then I read afterwards there's a part where Nick throws, no, Colton throws the football, I think, and Nick catches it. And I was like, that's it. It's done. It's destiny. It's going to happen. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> happening. Um, and I think sometimes I go with a writer's brain and I think I would definitely write a second, like if I had set it up like that, I would write a second character, like a for a spinoff or whatever it is, you know. Um, because some people, like when I wrote Ake, like, I just wrote Frankie as just someone that, you know, had been there for the one night. Well, it wasn't really a one night stand, but I was just like, you know, um, sorry. I was like, oh, this is just going to be an extra character that I need because I realized, you know, you don't want your characters always just talking to themselves because then you run out of conversation just between themselves. You need them to have friends and, and parents sometimes and all that type of stuff. Um, so I was just like, okay, this is who Frankie will be. And then, but as soon as I'd written him on the page, I was like, okay, that it's not going to work. And I knew already just from that first page that I was going to, people were going to say, Hey, does this guy get a book? And, um, and I was like, yeah, okay, we can make that happen. Um, <laughs> but you, you kind of always, I love picking that as well when authors kind of put the little clues in there and you're waiting for the next one. It's very exciting. 
Do you find that people like certain scenes that you didn't think were going to be like that big of a deal? Like, like parts of your book that you're like, wow, I wrote that without like really like it, I didn't it? put that much effort into it. And then it blows up or like people are messaging you about it. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't think the docking scene would make that many people would shock that many people or whatever, but I, I, I got a lot of messages about it. Um, no, I don't know. I think people are always shocked when I say that I don't cry. They're like, oh, my God, this had to have made you cry or this. But, and I'm like, no, sorry, but I'm glad you did because that was the intention. Um, I'm but, glad you cried. <laughs> Meanwhile, we all are crying. We're all emotionally wrecked over here. Share tears. I think it's kind of become like I remember someone said to me, <clears throat> you need um, you need to start handing out tissues like with your signed books and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could, I could personalize some tissues. But I think... <laughs> The crying thing is because I love reading books where I cry. I absolutely love it. Like, you know, I love books that destroy me and, you know, where you're sobbing and crying and just inconsolable. Like it's the best feeling and probably it's like a I'm drinking crazy. game. Only yeah. it's a crying game. So get a tissue ready before page 56. When you see the word candy corn, grab a tissue. Right. <laughs> Correct. That should be in the trigger warnings. Like when you <laughs> see should... this come up, get grab the tissues. Hello. So maybe I should write that in the beginning. Please get tissues. Yeah, Kleenex warnings. That's what we need. <laughs> Kleenex yeah. warnings. We need these. We need these. I, I do love when people should rate them by the Kleenex factor and go like, okay, so how many tissues? Instead of the spice factor, it's like, well, let's do the tissues. Yeah. How many do we need? And if it's a five, I am reading it. Like, as long as it has a happy ever after, I will cry my whole way through with no problem. Preaching for the choir. Because when you cry, like, you know that the book, like, really pulled at your emotions. But I also wanted to say, Marley, and I know that Mads feels the same way about this. We love the first baby in a book. Like, there is something about <laughs> the first baby. And you always do it so well. Like, when it comes in your books, I'm like, yes. Yes, here it is. That's just when I'm you know so like, happy. the emotions have taken hold. You know, it's one of my favorite like... pet names. I'm like, why? Why did people need other pet names? This is exactly a pet name. I have read some really awful pet names, and I'm like, guys, we didn't have to be that different. We did not have to. We be didn't. We could. We could have just stayed. Sometimes just simple stayed. is best. Yeah, it really it's is. a good baby. A good baby. Good babe. That's all you need. Because when it's in that moment and it's the right one, you're just like, yep, that was so good. I have yep. to agree. Sometimes I'll write it and I'm like, no, it wasn't meant to be here. We'll, we will wait until it's supposed to come. I'm a big fan of many different nicknames. <laughs> I just love them all. I can't. I can't. I gotta. I, we gotta keep them pretty normal for me. I, <laughs> I don't like, don't I've get, read don't get too creative, please. And I'm like... What's a oh, cringer that you've read, Matt? Yeah, I okay, want to know a cringer. This is okay. So, I have read like I I started my romance journey like many others <laughs> with like the Victorian romance, the like you know the historical like you know whatever. So anyway, for those that read that. They refer to like a woman's vagina sometimes as her honey pot. Her sweet. Oh. I can't stand it. I'm no. like, I'm like, okay, well, we could have we could have thought of something better for that, but whatever. Okay, go with the times, I guess. So anyway, 
But then I'll read like, I don't know. I, I read one recently. It was just like a contemporary like MM and he called him his honey pot. And I was like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Okay, Morgan and I did say that honey was one of our least favorite nicknames. We do not like but honey. But honey, like honey why was the pot necessary? <laughs> Maybe they were referencing your romances that you've read. I was, I was like, no. She's not just honey. She's the whole pot. I was like, oh. <laughs> not a thing. She's Pooh Bear's pot. I was like, mm, pass. Yeah, I'd be the same. If it pulls you out of the story, you're kind of like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. 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 That's it. Oh, man. Okay, so we've got, you're working on this series. Any idea for your following series? Um, or is it just going to come to you? It'll just happen. It'll just hopefully. Happen. I mean, I love it. I like to I like to release two books a year. That's the only thing I'd been able to do. Um, but which is I don't amazing. Think I'll release. I don't think I'll yeah. release another one this year unless I don't know. God grants me a full time babysitter, which is not going to happen. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to just be publishing one this year. But I am hoping to have something straight out of the gate um, next year. And I've been toying around with some ideas for. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Aiden and Alex from Devilry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, I, every, a lot of people keep asking me for that book and I'm like, oh, I think I'm ready to write it. But then I just get sidetracked, but I actually figured out like a plot and how it could happen. That would make sense and be really good. And I don't know if you guys remember, um, this will be a huge spoiler, but I will give it to you ladies because, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give We're it to listening. Maddie because she's read she's read Unforgettable and you two when you read Unforgettable you will realize so the Reeve in Unforgettable has a sister and his sister is Callie and I don't know if anyone remembered that or realized but she is the same Callie that went to um university with devil in devilry and I, wow. everyone can't see their faces here so oh my gosh so there's there's a, a, a line, like a storyline in Unforgettable that revolves around her that may then leak into other stories in the future. I love when that happens in books. So, oh my God, so excited. The, the vaguest um, kind of explanation known to men. Oh no, I but love- like I kind of know what we're talking about. So I'm kind of dying. <laughs> I'm you dying because I love when worlds connect. Like I love when when an author makes their books connect very simply and just like in a really fine straight. I love that so much. I'm so excited. I I try to do it all the time. And then I think, Oh, I should draw one of those graphics where it's like, read this or read that. And I'm like, I can't work it out. I don't know how that goes. Like, cause they're just, they're not really like, everything's kind of still a standalone. Like it's not a series per se. So I'm like, I don't know how people are supposed to read it. So if anyone wants to, um, putting it out there to the universe, make a suggested order of Molly Valentine reads, please do that and let me know. <laughs> oh, I can oh. get on that. We Matt can definitely that so we'll get that for you. We can do it Thanks. for you. For we sure. will get the suggested order. <laughs> no problem. Oh man. Okay. Well, it looks like unloved is going to come out sometime early next year. We're looking at May on Amazon. Amazon says May and I am hoping to bring it earlier, but it'll definitely be there in May. <laughs> it won't be well, any we'll later. Cross our fingers. We'll cross our fingers either way. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking your time to chat great. with us. We are so excited to read honestly anything you write. You know, if you just mm. 
write a little post-it note and you want to just send it to us, we'll read that. Okay. No worries. Make a plan. <laughs> hit, hit. Oh man. Well, um, thank you for coming. We will, everyone make sure that you're following Marley Valentine on Instagram and TikTok. And then you got bookmates pod over here with us. We have turning the pages and breathless books. Definitely check them out. Um, but Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. This will be dropping on Sunday, so I can say that. A wonderful week. (laughs) Um, And that's all. Um, XOXO, the cadre. Bye, guys.